0: Coming up on today's episode, we're going to be talking about Catherine's Carol concert at Westminster Abbey. We talk about predictions for the King's speech this year, and also the royal Christmas cards that have been released. If you'd love to support Rachel and I, you can over on Kofi. K O F I is four pounds or six bucks to buy us a coffee, or you can join the VIP royal community over on Kofi. You will get extra royal content, an exclusive Facebook group, and also a Zoom call with Rachel and I per month. Thank you so much for being here. Let's get on with today's episode. A grand fanfare welcome to our podcast, Keeping Up With The Windsors, dedicated to the Royal Family.
1: Each episode will be crowned to the rafters with opinions, news and commentary on the comings and goings of the family of Windsor.
0: With your hosts and Royal Fangirls, Rachel Andrews and
1: Michelle Thole. So grab yourself a cuppa, straighten up your tiara, shine your knighthood, round up your corgis, and let's keep up with the Windsors.
0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Keeping Up With The Windsors. My name is Michelle. And
1: I'm Rachel. And I'm so excited about Christmas. Yay! Do they know it's Christmas time at all?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas, Royal Community. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're going to be talking about the upcoming Christmas festivities for the Royals. And also, we know it's Christmas Eve right now, but we've had to record this a little bit earlier than Christmas Eve. We will give you all the rundown of the King's Speech and also the Christmas Carol concert that's coming up soon, which we will talk about today, but we'll give you our synopsis of what happens in next week's episode.
1: Right Rach, what have we got coming up today? So today we're going to be talking about the Christmas cards. They come every year and we got some lovely images this year. Also going to be talking about together at Christmas the carol service. Yeah, and then we're going to catch up on some of the engagements that we've missed the past few weeks because we've been covering Harry and Meghan's docu series. Yes, so
0: we've got part one and part two of the docu series review, and this called Duke and Duchess of Netflix. And we gave you two episodes this week, so we're like super super busy. We're on like the treadmill at the fastest speed, right? We're going hardcore right now. <laughs> hardcore <laughs> yeah. for the whole community. <laughs> but what they'll want to mention before we head into the uh, royal rounder is next week is New year's Eve and we will be having our year in review 2022 and then the next day on new year's Day you'll be getting the royal Gala awards 2022 so come on over to instagram because we will be putting up the awards categories and the royal community have a vote on each of the categories so come on over and make sure you put your vote in or DM us with your votes as well of what you think is like the most surprising moment of 2022 the best moment the best engagements per you know each of the royal family members come on over don't be shy we're on keep it up with the Windsor's pod over on Instagram and I'm really looking forward to it I think what actually doing the year in review and the Royal Gala Awards is one of my favourite things to do on the
1: podcast Rach yeah we did this last year didn't we and it was so interesting to see everybody's different perspectives of what yeah. was their favourite moments and um I think a lot of the favourite moments that I've seen so far, probably some of mine as well. So stay tuned for that episode.
0: So let's head into Christmas then with the royals. We're going to start off with the Christmas cards that were
1: released this week. So let's start with the King and the Queen Consort. Their Christmas card, the image was a photo taken at the Braemar Highland Gathering in Scotland. And this was actually taken four days before the passing of Queen Elizabeth. And the photographer was Sam Hussein. And he's captured some lovely images over the past year or so. And what I liked about this is you know the King and the Queen Consort come across very relaxed. They're smiling in the photo. They just look like they're having a good time. Yeah, it was a lovely shot of them. I just loved
0: all the green and the red elements. And also, this was one of those bittersweet engagements because we was expecting the Queen to be there, but because of her ill health at the time, like you said, King
1: Charles and the Queen Consort Camilla went. It felt quite Christmassy because sometimes they don't feel Christmassy, do they? No, they don't. And we'll get onto this in a minute. Just like the Prince and Princess of Wales's card this year, a lot of people were saying. It's not very Christmassy, is it? (laughs) No, I know. What I also
0: love about this picture, Rach, is Camilla's like warm embrace looking at Charles. And I think it might have been chosen just because we don't want like a really strong image of Charles at the moment. We want him to be warm and inviting. And I think this, I mean, that's my personal opinion. I think this really does connect to their union as a married couple and also her embrace for him as king. And him just getting on with the job, I guess. Maybe I'm looking a bit too deep. It is just a Christmas card. (laughs) (laughs) But these images are chosen for a reason, right? They are chosen for a reason. We have to also say last year, Charles and Camilla's Christmas cards had their COVID masks on. So we've come a far way, haven't we, since last year? That seems like a lifetime ago now. I know, I know. And I look at Charles and Camilla's Christmas cards since 2005, and there's just some really corker, like pictures. I just really enjoy seeing them. My favorite is actually 2015, where they're literally just in like a big, massive, embracing Aww, hug. Yeah. It looks like outside Highgrove or something. It's just amazing. Let's move on then to the Wales's Christmas card. What did you think of
1: this, Rach? I absolutely loved it. When I first saw it, I was like, oh, look, all the kids. I love it when the kids are in the photographs because we always say, we don't really get that many images of them, do we? No. So we it's don't. nice to see them together as a whole family. This was taken in Norfolk this year by Matt Pitoris, who has taken a lot of the royal family's photos over the years. Mm-hmm. What I really liked about this, again, they all seemed really natural. William's wearing jeans, Shell. We don't really see William wearing jeans that often, do we? Not no, not, not really. But I tell you what, having
0: looked at their Christmas cards over the years, he's wearing jeans in 2020. He's wearing jeans in 2018. And he's wearing kind of like like a soft khaki pant in 2015. He's wearing jeans in 2019 as well. So I think this might be like just the more relaxed William. But then we've also got the more serious
1: William in other pictures. Because this is maybe his more off-duty look, right?
0: Yeah. I'm not a massive fan of hot summer pictures for Christmas, right? Don't give me a summer picture. But we had a summer picture last year of the Cambridge family in Jordan on their holiday. And it was a lovely picture. But again, I was like, no, I want it to feel like Christmas. But sometimes you just don't go for that. So I had to just get over myself and go, okay, fine, fine, fine. But all the Gen Zs on TikTok keep telling me the millennials shouldn't be wearing skinny jeans, right? (laughs) And I thought to myself, well, if Catherine's wearing skinny jeans, I'm a bit conflicted. Should I be taking Catherine's stance on skinny jeans or should I just be binning the skinny jeans just like the Gen Zs are
1: telling me? I'm honestly trying to be fashionable here and I don't know which way to turn. (laughs) Well, I love a skinny jean still. I don't care if it's in fashion or not. Fashion's come and go. Fashion's come back around. You only have to look at the 90s. They've come back into style at the moment, haven't they? Yeah. What I really loved about this is there was an obvious colour palette choice. Yeah. But they were all wearing blue hues and that was nice. And we actually saw that this week at the Carol concert service where William, Catherine and the kids were in matching colours. Little boss baby Louis. We can't call him boss baby for much, longer because he's five no. next year. He's five next year.
0: Yeah, we need to move on from that they're just such an adorable family I just yeah. love this it was just actually very relaxed
1: it was and it, to me if it's taken in Norfolk it's obviously on their private estate isn't it Yeah. Charlotte's hair's getting a lot lighter it looks like she's getting more of the Spencer gene. now that as she's getting older she's more and more looking like a Spencer more and more looking like William mm. and then you've got George who is just so tall yeah I mean they're a tall
0: family anyway I also did think that George and Charlotte this is the most delightful like they've ever looked, if you look at their features. And another thing that I wanted to point out was blue is always connected to royalty. Blue bloods, so it makes sense, again, that it would be blue. Last year, Is more of a green kind of mm. like camouflagey
1: colour, wasn't it? Again, I want the snow. There was snow <laughs> here in Britain. Why isn't there a snow picture? Talking about Boss Baby again. What's funny about this is Charlotte and George are holding hands, whereas Louis isn't holding Charlotte's hand. <laughs> he's like, I'm just going to do my own thing. Yeah, he's like, I don't care. T- They've obviously told him to hold hands. And he's like, no, I'm not doing yeah. that. Yeah, so that's the Christmas card are you going to be writing Royal
0: Community to the Royal Family for Christmas? Rachel, you've got to be writing to them for Christmas? I
1: haven't so far. I've only written once to... Actually, that's a lie. I've written twice. I've written (laughs) once to the Queen. Yeah. And I got a reply from her lady-in-waiting. And then I wrote to Camilla last year and I got a reply and it was actually signed by Camilla. So in my eyes, she read my card. Of
0: course (laughs) she did. Yeah, yeah, she did. Keep dreaming, Rachel. keep dreaming. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, so we saw the recording of Together at Christmas, the carol service that was put on. The first one was last year. Catherine put it together, didn't she? All of the engagements and the charities that she's been on throughout the year, she's invited them along to celebrate Christmas. And this is the second
1: one. So tell us all about it, Rach. Yeah, I mean, last year's was such a success that a lot of people were saying, I really hope this becomes an annual occurrence, an annual event, yeah. because... It was so special. I don't know where, where community, where in the world you're listening to, but here in the UK, this is going to be on Christmas Eve at 7pm on ITV. So I cannot wait to watch this and feel in the Christmas spirit. I'll be singing along with all the carols and yeah. just having a jolly good time. <laughs> yeah. And let's hope there's more surprises. Like last year, Catherine was playing the piano. Like, yeah. wow. <laughs> What's she going to do this year? Sing? Doubt it. Because she did say her children would never forgive her if she started singing. <laughs> do you know what
0: I loved about this engagement before we even start off is Catherine arrived on her own outside Westminster Abbey. And she went into the Abbey and she got to meet all the people who were performing or attending. What I loved was just the amount of time that she spent with each of the guests, the acts, the charities. And it was so lovely and. I want to point out something to you, being a confidence coach. For me, just spoke volumes. Royal community out there, have a look at the video of Catherine walking into Westminster Abbey. And just practice her body language. Maybe put on a bit of heels and try and walk like Catherine. She looks super confident and she's such a wonderful ambassador for a confident woman. And I just loved just the fact that she was like, Yes, this is my thing and I'm just gonna own it. But then when she's there, she's so connected to who she's talking to. She was talking to Craig David, have you heard this? And she's like, yes. Oh, I thought you were gonna wear a sequin blazer for <laughs> rocking up to the Abbey. <laughs> Then she was high-fiving all the children who were singing in the choir. It's just wonderful. And then when she finished greeting everyone inside the Abbey, she came outside and that's when, I mean, come on, it's like clockwork, isn't it? The car (laughs) turns up. And Prince William's there with George and with Charlotte.
1: I love the fact that it's a family affair. This was on the same day as Harry and Meghan's next installment of the Netflix docu-series was released. I did feel throughout the day that George and Charlotte would make an appearance and Mm. lo and behold, we saw them. We spoke about this when we were talking about the Christmas cards, but they were very colour coordinated and matching their outfits. Catherine was wearing that lovely coat dress yeah. in the burgundy. Charlotte was wearing a coat in burgundy. William had a tie in burgundy. burgundy yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think George actually had any burgundy. He, was, uh, he, wasn't, he wasn't represented mummy, was he? <laughs> no, renegade. He does You're what he going. wants <laughs> right, we're talking about burgundy
0: here But also Carol Middleton was wearing burgundy Wasn't she? Pippa Matthews Catherine's sister was wearing burgundy We saw Zara wearing burgundy And I think they were all wearing the same colour Because Meghan in the series
1: Had said that she's not allowed to wear the same colour as another royal <laughs> yeah. But then everyone else was wearing burgundy So they're like, hold my beer And because this was the same day as the Harry and Netflix docuseries There were people that were outside waiting for them and you could hear as they were walking in people shouting we love you Prince William we love you Kate we support you and I was like yeah. oh my gosh yeah <laughs> it was a big deal wasn't it this show was it support. was such a big deal such a show of support and we had so many other royals in attendance compared to last year and I actually think this was a sign of unity like, it kind of like it reminded me of you know Avengers Assemble yeah it was <laughs> it, was, it was, a- was Avengers Assemble <laughs> it was royal family Assemble <laughs> (laughs) It was like the whole Marvel universe came together. (laughs) It really was. So, yeah, so we had lots of royals in attendance. Obviously, the Wales family, minus Louis, royal community, he is only four. And I think the reason they didn't attend was because his attention span maybe wouldn't have lasted for over an hour. Maybe next year, hopefully, we'll see him. So we had the Waleses, the King and the Queen Consort, the Countess of Wessex, Princess Beatrice and her husband, Edo. Princess Eugenie and her husband, Jack. Zara and Mike Tindall. Yay! (laughs) The Duke of Kent. The Duke and Duchess of Gloucester. Princess Alexandra. Prince and Princess Michael of Kent. Lady Gabriella Windsor, who is their daughter. Sophie and Frederick Windsor. Frederick is their son. Carol and Mike Middleton. Pippa and James Matthews. Yeah. So Royal Community, there were so many members of the family out in force, so many members more than last year. And again, I actually think this was a sign of solidarity, like, come on, the monarchy still going strong. We've got to get out there. We've got to represent. And this was their way of supporting Catherine and also, in a way, William and the king and the queen consort in defiance of what had been said in Harry and Meghan's series. So we then had a clip and I don't think I've ever seen Catherine curtsy to the king before. Yeah. Now we had a lot of people asking us about the curtsying etiquette. What was going yeah. on, Rage? Give us some more info. So in this clip, Catherine curtsy to the king and the queen consort. Then the king went to Charlotte and George, gave them a kiss on each side of their head and then kissed Prince William. People were saying, why are George and Charlotte not curtsying, not bowing? Well, he kissed George and George kind of did slightly bow his head. So I think that was George's way of bowing his head. And then the footage, Charlotte was blocked by William. So you couldn't really see, but I think she did curtsy. I did think that, just the way her head kind of like moved in the clip. And then people were saying, well, why isn't William bowing to the king? They had also carried out engagements during the day. So they may have possibly seen each other earlier in the day. And that meant William may have probably bowed to Charles when he first saw him. If he's already seen him during the day, he doesn't have to bow again. So it was yeah. just like a, hi, how are you? Little hello, because I'm seeing you again. And I know there's like a camera crew pointing at us. And I honestly think that was the reason. Let me point this out, royal community. Obviously, it's a sign of respect to bow to curtsy. A member of the public is not expected to do that. Like there are protocols. So say, for instance, you're meeting the king. You would call him, His majesty. And then you would say, sir there is no guidance that you have to bow or curtsy to the king these days mm. it would have been like that back in the day but it's not really a thing anymore nice handshaker sometimes a little subtle you know nod of the head as if to say yes I acknowledge you as the king it's not a free requisite is it? No, exactly. And a lot of people get stuck up on this curtsy thing. But
0: I also think it was a big deal, especially on this occasion, because we also had the whole hugging gate with Meghan and Catherine. And I think, again, it was like, yes, you can wear the same colour as a senior royal. And yes, we are loving and affectionate towards each other outside of this, you know, quote unquote protocol that it was super cute actually
1: I loved it I want to see more more kisses and curtsy and bring it on bring it Mm -hmm. on and we also spoke about little Theo in the podcast a few episodes ago when Catherine and William went to Anglesey and he was in attendance show yeah it was so lovely wasn't it he was like it's me again again." (laughs) it's me so cute so as you mentioned we had musical performances from Craig David Alexis French Samantha Barks and a duet from Alfie Bow and Mel C Mm -hmm. and there were readings given by Prince William Dame Christensen Scott Thomas, Hugh Bonneville of Paddington fame. Oh, yes. <laughs> and Kadena Fox. So again, we'll see this on Christmas Eve. I can't wait. I couldn't wait last year. It was one of the
0: highlights of Christmas for me. And I'm super excited to watch it again this Christmas. So like I said
1: earlier, watch out for next week's episode because we'll be talking about that. So let's catch up on the royal engagements that we've missed in the past few weeks, show yeah. As patron of St. Christopher's Hospice, Princess Alexandra was introduced to volunteer supporters and benefactors whose help is crucial for the work that they carry out to provide compassionate care for their residents and their families. A lot of people have mentioned what they enjoy about our podcast is that we actually talk about other members of the royal family and not the principal senior royals. And I think it's really important because, as we know, Royal community, you go into the court circular, you can get a list of the rundown of every single engagement of the royal family. They don't necessarily post... They're busy. Yeah, they don't (laughs) necessarily post William and Catherine or the King and the Queen consorts, but any other member of the family all their engagements is always posted on there. Princess yeah. Alexandra is in her 80s. You should see the amount of work that she does. It's mm-hmm. incredible, but yeah. it never gets picked up on. Also, Shell today, as we're recording this, your favourite, Royal Hobnov is officially again this year, the hardest working royal. Yes, the Princess Royal. You go, girl. You go, go. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. She's amazing. She has done the most engagements out of any
0: member of the royal family this year. Absolutely amazing. And, do you want people to say, oh, why is she your favourite? That speaks volumes. That's why she's yeah. my favourite. Can we also list- literally do a little side note here? Lady Susan Hussey and Ngozi Falani met at Buckingham Palace this week to have a discussion about the altercation that
1: happened in an engagement a couple of weeks back. And there was a very amicable ending to this. Unprecedentedly. We don't get them very often, but Buckingham Palace actually released a statement. And I think that this was their way of saying, look, we recognise this and we are looking into this and we are yeah. working about how we can be more inclusive and recognise other cultures coming in and the work that they carry out, it, it less saying both parties were happy. And it's important, especially as we go through to Christmas, to really live and breathe
0: those Christian values Of listening, patience, being kind, open hearted, and knowing when you've done something that has hurt somebody and to learn from that and to make it better. The idea of forgiveness here is massive. And as we move forward, we know the Queen was massive on forgiveness in all
1: of her work. So this is just it in practice. And it's such an amazing example. A few people have said about Lady Susan Hussey, and unfortunately, I don't think she will return to the royal household. No, I don't think so either. Which is unfortunate after all of her years of service. Moving on, we saw the king. He unveiled a
0: plaque at Westminster Hall where Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II lay in state. This is a royal tradition that started with King Edward VII back in
1: 1910. I had a bit of PTSD watching this, right? did you? <laughs> It's so bizarre because Westminster Hall isn't really used for anything apart from these sorts of occasions, is it? It's bizarre that all that's left there now is a plaque on the ground commemorating the time that we queued up for 13 hours to be there for literally one minute.
0: (laughs) 12 seconds it was, I counted. Let's put it this way, It's, it's such a poignant moment. It's just another wrapping up of Queen Elizabeth's reign. But what is interesting is the king stood there and that will be be him in years to come and i wonder whether those things you know we have talked about this before didn't we like yeah does he think these things when he's going through these ceremonial engagements oh my plaque's gonna be there and this is where my body's gonna lay it's so a, it's such a it's weird concept so to think bizarre. of isn't it so bizarre two more things about this engagement Firstly, did you see that he picked up The um, lady's cane that fell on the floor a Oh, walking this stick. is so sweet I was like, oh, he's such a gentleman He is, he really is He's so chivalrous and I just think He gets such a bad rap, so I just Love the king for this And also, afterwards he came out And up the steps, there were Two lights, they kind of did like A lighting ceremony and they came on And these were lights to Commemorate Her Majesty's legacy And they were also um, bought by both houses of parliament to say thank you. So again it's just such a weird thing isn't it that uh, when
1: you die someone just gives you two lives. <laughs> and it'll be interesting to see what other memorials are put up for Queen Elizabeth over the next year or so. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Let's move on Rachel what's next? The following day the king and the queen consort visited London's community kitchen. The kitchen serves over 10,000 people a week from its hub in Harrow. Charles and Camilla saw the makings of an afternoon tea. We love yeah. afternoon we tea We love here. it. At the cookery school, which trains and upskills the community through its hospitality programme. And to commemorate their visit, they unveiled a plaque. A plaque <laughs> <Black attack! laughs> Yes! And this was for the kitchen's Paddington Garden. Can I just make a little point here?
0: Because my favourite part of this was when Camilla was stroking a chicken. Have you seen <gasps> this, Rach? <laughs> I absolutely love this. It was amazing, and Camilla actually mentioned that her daughter has chickens, and they actually wait by the back door to come into the house. I'm just, I'm like bringing all the chickens. That's got to be my house. Like it's just going to be a community farm in the house. Well, as long as the chickens weren't going to be slaughtered later on to make the dinner. <laughs> no, apparently they use the eggs, and they use right, the eggs okay. like in the afternoon tea and stuff. So, what was lovely as well is the um, the community centre packed up some little um, gift bags to give to Charles and Camilla and they were so lovely like with home-baked goods in there I was just oh my goodness could you imagine they must taste delicious
1: and also Shell in this engagement yeah there was one lady in particular I don't know her name she was so excited to see and meet the king did you see this yes I loved it I was like that would be me (laughs) that would be me so this lady was sitting down, and Charles came in, and she couldn't quite believe it. It was, you know, that moment when you're like half sitting up, half sitting down. You're like, oh, I don't, I don't know what to do. And she was probably freaking out. She was like, "Oh!" It was amazing, honestly. It was so funny. I absolutely loved it. Yeah.
0: I think one of my favorite parts of this engagement in particular is when Charles and Camilla left, their car was in a side alley, kind of a street. It was not like a normal street, but attached to it was one of the skating rinks. And everyone was Christmas <laughs> skating and everyone was like, oh, there's the king. Like, Hi. <laughs> and he went oh, over good. and had a chat to some of them. It was brilliant. <laughs> I loved it. But come on, Rach, 10,000 people the Community Kitchen serves. That is a lot of good that's happening in Harrow. So congratulations to London Community Kitchen because that is a
1: massive feat and they're doing amazing work. Now let's move on to possibly my favourite engagements of the year, Shell, which was an unexpected engagement. Yeah. But honestly, put the biggest smile on my face and I could not stop laughing, but for the right reasons. Okay, get ready, Royal Community. Hold on to your tea. Let's do this. The king visited J W Three London, a Jewish arts, culture, and community centre, as they prepare to celebrate Chanukah. His Majesty attended an annual reception of Holocaust survivors, where he showed off his dancing skills. Yeah. I literally loved it. I was like, oh, it's the Dancing King. And did you know that one of the ladies he was dancing with was Anne Frank's stepsister? Can you believe this? Wow. It's amazing. This was so unexpected. We don't really see this side of the king very often, but Mm. when he comes out, he comes out to play. Uh, What I
0: loved about this as well is um, he was dancing with a couple of people and the gentleman kind of did a circle and then Charles was like like helping him go. Do you know how people do a circle and then you have to like move your hands around The circle as he's going around, and then Charles did it, and everyone's like, Yay!
1: It was so fun wasn't it it was and although Charles is now the head of the Church of England this really shows how interlocked he is with interfaith communities and we've heard that this is actually going to be part of the coronation although the coronation is traditionally a Christian service we have so many other faiths here in the UK that are going to be represented and I actually cannot wait to see this element brought into the coronation yeah I couldn't agree with you more it will be different to Queen Elizabeth's we'll see what elements
0: stay the same and which change but. Before we move on just to our extra bits of Christmas, I wanted to bring up just a few little engagements that obviously we've missed because we've been really busy. The King and Queen Consort Camilla went to Wrexham Football Club, right? And they met <laughs> Ryan Reynolds and Rob McKellen. And I was just like, yeah. <sighs> Do you, do you think they're going to be on his Welcome to Wrexham documentary? Absolutely, of course. They've got to milk that for all they're worth. Ryan Reynolds is Canadian. This is his king and queen. I was just like, this is a big deal for Ryan Reynolds, I hope. Um, and also <laughs> Wrexham became city status. So Charles gave a lovely speech about how Queen Elizabeth had a fondness for Wales. She granted city status under the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. And this was him carrying out that engagement on Her Majesty's behalf. So that was really lovely and I also wanted to bring up two more things again these are all Charles and Camilla things did you see this engagement Rach where Charles went to the Royal National College for the Blinds it was their 150th anniversary and he watched them play blind football and Charles met them afterwards he's like I can't believe you didn't bump into each other like it's such a
1: skill and you're just all amazing yeah. so I just loved this so much and there was a picture wasn't there of him eyeing up one of the guy's dogs because <laughs> <It was like, laughs> yes. he obviously he has such a love of animals, doesn't he? And a love yeah. of dogs. And there was this really sweet picture of him just smiling at this Labrador. Absolutely love it. And we we also know that Sophie
0: is patron of the guide dogs. So again, it's lovely synergy with everything. And I just want to mention this really quickly. Camilla, who's been patron for 16 years of Amos community, went to Bobby Vincent's house in London. And these community hubs. They help people with homelessness. So not just people who are homeless, but also people who want to get back into life and have some kind of normality again. And I just thought it was important for us to just mention those little tiny nuggets of extra engagements. But let's chat, Rach, about how you think King
1: Charles's Christmas speech is going to be this year. I think it's going to be heavily focused on his mother. I think he's going to pay tribute to her and her her life of service and dedication to the country and to the Commonwealth. It's going to be very weird. At three o'clock on Christmas Day, turning on the TV, we normally watch the Queen's Speech And this year, we're going to have the King's Speech. Normally, we're so used to seeing the Queen wearing one of her lovely brooches, sitting there with photos of her family around her. And I think this year, it's just going to be a single photo of the Queen. I actually think you're right, Rach. I think it's going
0: to be so heavily focused on love, service, duty, but also moving forward and holding people who we've lost close to us in our hearts. It'll be a very kind of parallel for you, Rach, because you lost your own nan this year as well. I definitely know I'm going to (laughs) cry. I'm not worried about Charles at all. And the reason why is because when he did that speech, the day or two after Queen Elizabeth passed away, He knocked it out of the park. And if he can get that right, he can get anything right. And he's just been absolutely remarkable this year. And I'm looking forward to it. It's change, isn't it? Nobody likes change, but it was always coming. He's been the
1: longest era parent in British history. I think he's got to step into his shoes perfectly. And this year will obviously be the first year that we'll have the Sanjanin walk. To St. Mary Church in Saint Genem without the Queen. Again, it'll be interesting to see what family members attend that and who the King's going to be spending Christmas with. Obviously, he'll be spending it with Camilla as he should do, see if William and Catherine will be there because they might maybe spend the day with the Middleton family. We just don't Mm. know at this point. But Royal Community, I'm not going to be posting on Christmas Day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're going to have some time with our families. (laughs) We're going to have a hiatus. So don't get me wrong. I'll probably be looking, but I won't be posting anything on Christmas Day. She says that,
0: but there's going to be lots of content up, I'm sure. She'll no, like, there's oh. not.
1: No. no, Christmas Day. No, it's the one day that I won't be posting anything. Let us know where you
0: are in the world royal community. How are you going to be celebrating Christmas? If you're not from the Christian faith, how you're going to be celebrating time with your family during the holidays? Let us know over on Keeping Up With The Windsors pod over on Instagram. Also follow us over on YouTube. There's lots of royal content over there, Keeping Up With The Windsors. And you can also email us, Keeping Up With The Windsors pod,
1: at gmail.com if you'd like to support show and i you can over on Kofi, k-o-f-i you could buy us a cup of coffee it's four pounds slash six bucks and you can also join the vip world community we have a monthly zoom call and show sure, we had our christmas zoom call which was absolutely amazing wasn't it oh we had so much fun world community we had a christmas quiz
0: it was yeah so royal christmas Christmas quiz even i was like i don't know some of these answers <laughs> <laughs> I picked some good questions, right? You did. I picked the the easier ones, but you yeah. did pick some
1: really hard ones. Royal Community, if you want to know what the royal family do around the Christmas period, then you can listen back to last year's episode, episode 42. And we talk about Christmas Eve, Christmas Day and what they get up to. It'll be quite interesting to see whether any of the traditions that have been followed throughout the
0: years, change with Charles's reign. One of my favourite traditions, Rach, is the fact that they give 1,500 Christmas puddings to all the staff members with a personalised note. Who knows whether King Charles has written out 1,500 notes, but
1: (laughs) we shall find out as we go along. We'd love it if you would subscribe, rate, review the podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast, really helps to boost the algorithm so more royal community members can join and listen to the love of the royals like we do. Absolutely. Thank you
0: so much for being here. The biggest happy holidays wherever you are in the world however you're celebrating. Be present be with your families and just know Rachel and I are taking some time off. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. We will see you next week when we're super excited to share with you two episodes the Royal Year in Review and the Royal Gala Awards for 2022. So come on over and listen those episodes next week. Thank you so much for being here. We'll see you next week on Keeping Up With The Winters. Winters.